that's a fun music going. I was going to say, I don't have to listen to tavern music anymore. Wow. I've been listening to it for like an <laughs> hour between. I was in my like news meeting talking about like who we want to hire as our like marketing person. I'm like, yeah, and it's like, bring, dee, ding, ding, you know, like whatever uh-huh. tavern music is going on. I'm like, vibes. <laughs> Put on a random playlist that I found called Mental Refresh and Cute Chip Tunes. Nice. <laughs> I'm currently listening to K pop. Ben, how about you? What are you listening to? <laughs> I can't listen to music because it's my career. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because he doesn't pay for Spotify. Um, <laughs> that's <what>? not why. <laughs> you could I could that. listen to music on whatever I want to listen to it on. Okay. Um. Moving on. I am in the process um, of porting over a bunch of my playlists to YouTube playlists. I found a website that does it for you. Let's just start this episode. If we want to spam Ben with our uh, Spotify playlists, we can do that now. <laughs> <All right. True. laughs> Pardon our digitation. Welcome to Shifting Gears 3. Let's go. Wow, Grace is the serious goose this time. Okay. Uh, it's because made an incredible. We're never going questions. to start if somebody doesn't just start us. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fair. Also, it's late where Grace is. It's like, 11 it's o'clock, so baby. Um, I'm running on <laughs> spite. Oh, buddy. We actually Bestie. have, for the first time since we've done these, we actually have listener questions, which is super exciting. Woo! Yay! Woo! Okay. Awesome. I want ham um, on Grace organizing this. Time. <laughs> Even made a spreadsheet for us. I didn't make it. And that's we took it from Spill. Star Lost Seas no, graciously I, let no. us use their template. <laughs> Listen, the template is great. Also, Grace went through the old episodes and <laughs> wrote down the questions we have already asked, and mm-hmm. then ported over all the questions from Discord. Anyway, I was gonna say if you want to ask questions for these episodes, please join our Discord. Also, we're just like having fun sending pet pictures to each other and stuff. So, um, yeah. Come join our Discord. Anyway, um, let's start with, uh, yeah, let's start with uh, Marin's question that says, what are you most excited about for season two? Which I like as a good starter. Let's so, start that who with would like to go first? the old players, because, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Megan and I are here. <laughs> you guys are fabulous. <laughs> um, <laughs> Season two, I am excited for lots of things. I'm excited for us to get higher level and do cooler things. I think that uh, we are all very good at flavoring things, and I like seeing how you flavor your little things. I put them in my brain like trinkets, and I put them on my wall in my brain. Um, So (laughs) there's that. I like listening to you guys explain things. Um. And I also have another little note that I'm excited for, specifically about Auden and Melwyn, but I think I'm going to hold on to that a little bit, because I feel like I feel like it. Intriguing. Uh, which we might go over later in this episode if it comes up, but I, it's, I have one note written on my sticky notepad. That's where my important notes go that I want to address immediately. Um, so I, it's on there. It's the one note I have on there. My thing that I'm excited for is... You guys, though, I, I really like having uh, you guys new new players and new friends Aww. and new characters and Aww. new uh, souls for Anastasia to torture. Thank um, you. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, a, it's I'm not a torture when you're having fun with it. 
Wait. Like, torture can be fun. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> That's layered. Hold on. That is layered. Is what that I is. thought about how that sounded as soon as I said it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Meg, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Oh, do we want to have uh, Anastasia to go as part of the old guard? Oh, here? shit. Yeah. Anastasia <laughs> should go. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I, I'm... Yeah, um, I'm excited. I feel like for season one, I was really focused on getting the world, like, feeling whole and at least, like, livable um, and explorable. And so, like, season one for me was a lot of, like, I'm not going to worry so much about the campaign, but I do want to I do want to focus more on, like, the settings and the interactions that that these players can have. But I think for season two, like, I've personally kind of got in i've personally kind of gotten into that like mentality and so now i'm excited to like bring stuff into the world that disrupts it and not just not just explore the world that already exists Mm. absolutely one of the best things to do as a game master is to just like eviscerate everything you put like really hard work into you know like just to be like oh this looks so good i'm almost done establishing it what would happen if i just made the ground explode like yeah exactly (laughs) precisely i think mega grace now um i can go i i i mean i don't have the same reference point for season one as uh the rest of our chums here since I was a listener um, for that first season. But it has been so much fun to kind of, um, I don't know, like I, I've done like a couple of streamed projects before, but it's exciting to have something long term and like bite sized like this. Um, the other like long term, you know, out there for the public thing that I was a part of, we'd play for like four or five hours at a time. And so it's really cool to be able to focus just on the small moments that we get within these shorter episodes and to be able to uh, develop the characters as things proceed with um, the old characters, with the new characters, with NPCs. Like, it's a really cool way to see sort of the ever-changing nature of uh, what we bring to the table and the way that they interact with sort of those staples that Anastasia has created and those new variables as well. So it's been very cool to just kind of play around and see what happens. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. Uh, (laughs) 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 That is honestly my answer though, is that I'm just, I'm really excited. And it's my answer anytime. uh, So uh, this is my fifth year playing Dungeons and Dragons. uh, Not in fifth edition. Actually, it's my fourth year in fifth edition. My fifth year just playing um and it's very exciting um but it's also a little bit scary because it's only been in like the last two and a half years that i've actually been like no i really enjoy the mechanics of this game and i really enjoy playing this game and this isn't just like whatever i thought it was when i first started playing i don't fucking know (laughs) (laughs) i like once i started playing like i did a fucking deep dive but i started playing in 3.5 and it was only for like six sections six six sessions so um 3.5 is amazing and a really mechanically cool system not very beginner friendly (laughs) 
However, having that foundation and found I cannot talk. Oh my god, having that foundation, <laughs> foundation, and <laughs> bringing it into five E, um, and then being in a game that's like so fucking mechanics heavy, like my Tuesday game is, um really has kind of like forced me to learn what the mechanics do and one of the things about D&D that I've always loved is how like numbers correlate to uh, cause and effect and also how, like how you play your character and how your character just like exists as a human being it's it's literally just video game stats and it scratches like a stupid little itch in my brain <laughs> that I love D and D make brain go burr. D and D do make brain go burr. It's it's fun <laughs> to be part of a project, um, and it's fun to be on the main cast of a public project. Unlike with Star Lost, where I'm just a very reoccurring guest now because they've had me on three <laughs> times in a row. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And I'm going to Mumblecon I- with them, so there you go. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I-, I love having new players. I mean, like, obviously I miss Bryce, um, but it was just like, I can't, I, I don't feel like this campaign is going to be the same with only two players, and so I'm really glad that we got to have a full, a fuller group and, like, be able to do that. I have regularly um, expressed this that I uh, think like the biggest disappointment was realizing that uh, my favorite character from Arc 1 Arknong was not going to be present when Megan and I started recording. That just we'll never get registered back in my brain. Eventually, maybe, possibly. Yeah. The f- yeah. Bryce doesn't Although, know me. Yeah. For the listeners, <laughs> Bryce and I have never spoken except for one really chaotic DM that I sent him at like two in the morning my time after the Arc 1 finale went up, where I was just Respect. like, oh my god, it's the Arknong from <laughs> These Spells and Whistles. And then immediately apologized and went, Oh my god, I'm really sorry. I'm really sleep deprived. I'm going to shut up and go to bed now. Bye. <laughs> and that <laughs> hey, Bri- hey Bryce, if you're listening, which you better be, Grace wants to be friends with you. I do want to um. be friends with Bryce. I think Bryce, if you're listening, I think you're so fucking funny. I think you're such a talented improver, and I've literally never wanted to play D and D with somebody more in my entire life. Please be <laughs> in a game that I can play. <laughs> I love that bringing people together. <laughs> that had nothing to do with the question and i apologize <laughs> <laughs> it's all good um i really like unless i i'm just gonna keep picking questions unless somebody else is like i really want to do this one then just please tell me but i really like sarah's question of what crimes would each of you commit i just need to know what crime like uh, us as people like fe- arson like felony <laughs> like we're doing uh-huh. like felony level things here because like you've already shoplifted and stuff like oh well, not shoplifted but like 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 you guys have already done criminal okay. things us as was- people or our characters i was gonna I- google I a list characters. of felonies okay. but i don't want to be on a list more than i already <laughs> I, I did it <laughs> Hey Google, what felony should I commit? Then can you like <laughs> screenshot it? Yes, that's so funny. I mean, I feel like I don't. I like I'm like vaguely aware of what qualifies, but I need. The I visual. really feel like Viola's done it all. I think that she's that any crime, almost any crime you could commit, she's probably done it in some form or another. <laughs> Just by being complicit. Like, Uh, the best crime person. Public nudity. (laughs) Check. (laughs) Listen, listen. There was a heist that went real, real wrong, okay? There's some stuff that happened. I love that Ben was just not even phased. It just went, that's a misdemeanor. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my god. Oh, okay. So my my oh, yeah. mental Let list me... was not that far off. <laughs> oh, they're, oh, she wouldn't. Big things. She wouldn't do like animal cruelty. I feel like that's not. Wait, arson's on there. Draw the line. There. I win. <laughs> the answer A is always for... arson. Arson. B is B. for barson. Barson. <laughs> C, C is, is for, for commit, commit arson. arson. <laughs> <laughs> D is for don't come near me. I'm going to commit arson. What? I mean. I it's feel like it's an old TikTok song. <laughs> so good. I feel like Mila would absolutely be down for some tax evasion, some fraud, some forgery, <laughs> some robbery, You're a high speed chase, some arson. Down for some murder. We've all murdered someone. Uh, sure. Speak for uh-huh. yourself. <laughs> DUI. <laughs> uh, we. You're missing two years. We don't know what you did. <laughs> I very much do, actually. We don't. Yeah, but they don't. They don't know. We don't. I'm just assuming you've murdered someone. Yeah, no. You were about to freaking cut in earlier last episode, so who knows? Yeah, Shadow Blade. Yeah. What a waste of a spell slot. I was under the influence. <laughs> they were. Jesus. That was that was Melwin's DUI. <laughs> DUI. Driving under the influence of a mind flayer. <laughs> I mean Okay. What anyway, crimes would I it commit? Oh, we're out into oh, yes. No, wait, whatever. No, Auden, right, we go. know Myla's answer is everything. I think Auden has probably committed tax evasion by not by nature of not knowing what taxes are. <laughs> She's like yep. the fear that all of us get around tax season where it's like, oh my gosh, what if I commit a crime because I fill it out wrong? But hers is just like, la da 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 da. She's never touched a tax form in her life. It's like <laughs> it's like the um, the little sound bite from Bluey of Bingo. It's like, airport. I'm not going to the airport. <laughs> I'm going to the airport. Taxes. Taxes. I know that's not. What is the, the, the I 95 is Hang on. <laughs> What's the tax form? Oh, W2. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of a W two taxes. I'm not doing my taxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is other than murder? Yeah, we already know it will murder somebody. I was thinking about it, and I think. <laughs> oh no! I think it would purge if he was ever in court. I think it does not give a fuck about authority, and would yeah. not give a fuck about the justice system and yeah. wherever he is. He is going to solve his own problems, and especially mm-hmm. if they're trying to get something out of him that he doesn't want to say, he's not going to say it. I I love him. Oh my god. <laughs> Add that Melvin. to your list of arson. Roasting it. Oh yeah, arson. <laughs> but it would be like she she it would be like she's casting lightning and everything catches on fire because of the heat <laughs> from the electricity, and she'd just be like, "Whoops." <laughs> yeah. Fair. Um. I love that. Let's. I'm curious about Meg's question of. Uh, Meg said, "How Meg? Actually, do you just want to ask your question oh, about fellow players?" Yes, okay. absolutely. I am very curious by this. How do my fellow players uh, get into the headspace to be their character? And extending this to you, Anastasia, what's sort of like your routine for getting into like getting ready to keep a game going? Anastasia, go. I. My answer is super boring, which is that, like, I do some prep, and then I just show up at the time, 
And I'm like, this is going to go great. And it seems to not be failing so far. Mm-hmm. So, Mad uh, respect. I, I probably should do more than that. Um, yeah. But I, I don't. So don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, no one has told me why your game really sucks. So <laughs> that's and a sign. Asked, They'd be lying. So, I, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't think I've ever played in a bad Anastasia game. I've played in two, but yeah, I don't think I've ever saying. played in one. If somebody said that's that what your saying. game was he's bad, they yeah. would be lying. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> Could you, be lying you, by not saying I, Ben, I got you. Ben, I heard you. I ben, understood I that you. also, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that, that, that was the timing of it. Grace and Jay are just like, whoa. The breaking of like, the wow. pod right here, right now. Listen, oh my I <laughs> disbanded. I cited high and low whiz was just me as a person, <laughs> and I just take it to the extreme with my characters. So I wasn't kidding. <laughs> Honestly, vibes. So my my answer is I really like to improv, and I think that for the most part things come together pretty easily. And if they don't, then I get a little bit of leeway to look at my notes and make sure things connect properly. And that's pretty much it. Vibes. Thanks. I want to yeah. know what Meg and Grace. Is. I don't know why I was like Meg, but like <laughs> Meg, Meg, <laughs> Meg. <laughs> What Meg and Grace's answer to this is? Because you guys are doing accents. How? Nuts. How? I just do it. (laughs) love a good accent. I I mean... The voice thing is a different question that we'll get to in a minute. Oh, yeah, okay. Because that's a separate Um, question that somebody asked. I mean, it kind of ties into this. Um, Okay, we can combine them then. that I do... Yeah, sure. Um... One of the things that I do is um, I have brain worms, and I'm always thinking about my games that I'm in or running. Um, (laughs) I like to kind of think about, um, as far as, um, like, surface-level things, I have a playlist, my Auden playlist, that I like to put on that has, like, the vibes. Um, I like to go over my notes from the last couple of sessions and just make sure that I have, like, everything ready to go, all my, you know, ducks in a row, things lined up nicely as far as like the voice of the character um yeah I really love doing voices my first ever character had like a Scottish accent and I'm doing a like deep south one for one of my other games right now I just love doing voices I don't know why I just think it's more fun um and I think it helps me separate the character from myself a little bit better which you know probably should examine that but here we are and um I think that for me the biggest thing is just kind of thinking about the game and where things left off and thinking about where they could go, it kind of allows me to, like, okay, well, if this is what happens next, here's how the character will respond. Sort of, like, preemptively deciding what could happen and figuring out, like, what my character, how they would respond in those situations, so. And even those hypothetical situations, if they never come up in a game, they're still really helpful as, like, mind exercises. I still learn a lot about my characters through that, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I don't do anything particularly special. It's so long for me between when I finish work and when we start playing. It's like a good four and a half, almost five hours for me. Um, because I get off of work at like three fifteen, three thirty my time. We start at eight thirty my time, so it's almost it's a, just about five hours from the time I get home to when we start recording that I have to like 
just fill time, which is why I went so fucking meticulous and had time to listen back on both Shifting Gears and pull all the questions. And we love you for it. Which, in and reality, for many it's other the reasons. dedication it's, for me. It really, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's called my brain needs things to make sense. And if they don't make sense and everything's everywhere, I get upset about how disorganized it looks. So at the very at the very least, we can make things look pretty and nice and organized. Ignore <laughs> the mess of my room behind me. That's a different problem altogether. <laughs> um, Honestly, digitally, I am like my I I will send you a screenshot of like what my MacBook's desktop looks like at some point. It is so meticulously organized. It's really stupid. Um, but so I have a playlist for Melwin, which is posted in our Discord. Um, so more incentive to listen to join our Discord. You can listen to mine, Meg, and Jay's character playlists at the very least. Do um, it. Join our Discord. So I have <laughs> a character playlist that I like to listen to, and usually I start listening to that a couple hours before session. But my playlist is only a couple hours long, and I start playing it like after I leave work because usually that would be a couple hours before session, and it's not for this game. So what I end up doing for like the next four hours after that is just kind of like thinking about what happened last time. I tend to download the raw files, line them up and just have them on my phone so I can review things and go over information just for me because um, it helps me keep momentum in between weeks and also think about like if I really, really want to have something at least I said taken out of the podcast, then I can send it to somebody. I haven't done that yet, but uh that's uh, just like a reason I do that other than just having it on me without having to bring my notebook with me. Um, I look over my notes, which I do even just like right after session also. Um, and I do a lot of writing in between sessions. Um, Jay and Meg know from Gear Breakers that I have a giant character questions document. A couple of which are on here tonight, and we'll see if we get to those, but um, otherwise, I just, like, I think about stuff constantly because my brain doesn't shut up, and then sometimes I'll bombard Anastasia with about 50 questions, and it's, <laughs> I feel really bad afterwards. <laughs> That's so good. But, yeah, there's not it's, much of a yeah. process. For the voice, it just, it, it happens, it just kind of happens. Like, I, I picked a voice, and here we are. <laughs> Vibes. Jay and Ben, one of you. Both of you. Ah. Preferably one of you. <laughs> go, Jay, go. Oh, gosh. Uh, gosh, what was the, what was the, the, um, the question? What is your process for getting into the headspace to be your character? Yes, and we were also talking about vocal tones in yeah. conjunction with that. Okay. Um, honestly... It feels a little bit like I'm always angry, but I mentioned this in Gearbreakers. Myla is basically my intrusive thoughts on paper. So like all of like the pent up intrusive thoughts of like, I shouldn't do that are just like exploded into a, a universe with this fun little fire Genasi woman. Um, mm. So that makes it a little easier because it's just like pent up intrusive thoughts and chaos. Um in small amounts, and, um, 
I do have a playlist for her. So like if I've had a particularly like rough day at work, I'll put on my playlist on the way home and just sort of like get into the vibe. Um, but what's always the hardest part is because Myla is very logical and like thinks about things very like laterally. And I'm very much not that. It can be hard sometimes because it's like, ah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to do this. I would want to do this. But then it's, it's it just sort of doesn't work. And as for... It's a good challenge. Right? It's it's very fun. Especially because, like, I really enjoy playing high wisdom characters. And having such low wisdom on a stat <laughs> sheet is horrible for me. Because it's like, I don't want it. I don't want it. You I like want playing to be high wisdom, you say. <laughs> Gee, I wonder. What's one yeah. of the classes? That's a wisdom. Based <laughs> Don't worry about it. Surely not your username, <laughs> Jay. Whoa. Um, as for vocal inflection, I just think there's something really funny about the dichotomy of like this criminal that's just like bubbly and with a high pitched voice and that talks really fast. That's like that can low key like get sort of like not annoying but like okay okay yeah you know it's just sort of gosh i do think it's so funny that sometimes you get so into being mila that discord simply will not pick it up because (laughs) your voice just goes into squeak territory and it's great it's fine fine. like that like you couldn't hear most of that probably but i was saying it's 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 getting very high and squeaky especially since it's not really my voice like my voice isn't necessarily super high I don't think it's necessarily super low either it's just like neither here nor there and so getting (laughs) to sort of like have that I don't know it's just fun I just like it I didn't know what voice I was going to do with Myla until we started recording so um it do be like that (laughs) just you know here we are the um, I don't have a playlist because like my brain doesn't work like that. Um, but mine doesn't either. Um, the main Sorry. thing that I do is, um, like starting with Id's backstory, I just go from beginning to wherever we left off from Id's point of view, um, as as abridged as possible. Um, and I just like, I review everything. As, as quickly as I can. Um, and I don't really think I change my voice that much. I think I Your inflections change more. from you to id, which is really interesting because there's like there's still a really clear difference between hmm. you and id, even though it's just your voice, basically, which I think is really interesting. I didn't know I was doing that, so that's cool. I <laughs> am a nerd and I listen to these things. <laughs> I, I can hear it. I can hear it, too. It's like, like, if I had to do an impression of it, which I won't do, we will save that for <laughs> a different time. Can we do that time. on the next Gear Breakers? Hey, Patreon! <laughs> oh, gosh. But it's just, like, speaking a little... like That episode was your idea. Don't say, oh, gosh. Like, blunt, short sentences. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How did you come so. up with uh, doing Auden's voice, other than me 
slightly pressuring you and saying I'm not doing an accent unless you're also doing an accent because I refuse to be the only person doing an accent. Yeah. Um. I mean, I had fun doing the Scottish accent. I. It was between the fun little uh. You know, what's the word? Trivia for you. Um, It was between an Australian and a French, and my French is just not good enough for me to want to put that out on the internet for everybody to listen to. Um, <laughs> I played a shadow sorcerer for, like, three sessions before the campaign. Um, Just kind of, we ran into some scheduling conflicts, and we just haven't, uh, I, you know, we just haven't uh, been back to it. So I, um did the Australian uh, accent for that one and I really liked it and it was really fun and it's one that um, I've <laughs> I've kind of like done just for funsies ever since I was in high school um, my high school did Xanadu my senior year I really wanted the, the lead for it <laughs> it speaks in a, a really thick Australian accent and it's like bad on purpose um and so she's like oh my gosh call the phone back you know and like it's really just grating but Mm -hmm. I learned how to do it for the audition Mm -hmm. um didn't get the role but that's okay I got to do fun stuff on the sides which was awesome I learned how to do like the um like 40s super tight harmony stuff so it all balanced out really nicely in the end um and now I have a sweet passable maybe a fantasy Australian accent so yeah, that's kind of how I settled on that. The beauty, one. The beauty of us being a fictional podcast is that's just the accent. <laughs> yeah, that's just how they sound. And now all Tritons sound like that, right? All Anastasia we will the, never. <laughs> all Triton from the. Um, why can't I think of the word? The sanctuary. sanctuary. Yeah. <laughs> all the Triton from the sanctuary sound like that. Respect. Correct. <laughs> And we will never visit Auden's home. (laughs) Picking Melwin's voice was really just that I didn't want to do Ren's voice, which is my Tuesday game character. Um, Because I I like playing kids in D&D because I think, number one, there's no better, like, test of somebody's moral character than presenting them with, like, somebody they have to, like, that's basically, like, very impressionable. Um... And fun fact for the listeners, Melwin was supposed to be a friend for Argnon, and then Bryce fucking wasn't leaving, so uh, <laughs> I had to change what Melwin was going to be a little bit. Um, but um, Ren's voice is really just kind of this, which is just my voice, but a little bit higher, and she's a little bit uh, uh, sounding, I don't know. Uh, and So I just didn't really didn't want to do just Ren's voice again uh because I also did Ren's voice for Isaac because Ren was a kind of a copy of another character for another game and we're not gonna talk about it too much (laughs) but I knew that like some of my friends from those games had like the barest possible inclination of maybe listening to this and I was like so I'm gonna do something a little different I haven't (laughs) done an accent for a full campaign yet so let's try that is Melon's voice tonally in, uh, consistent at all across the episodes? No, it's too late in the night for me for that, mm-hmm. uh, apparently. But we've committed and it's too late to go back now. <laughs> so it's fine. It is what it is. As long as the accent's, like, kind of there and the mannerisms are there, I've just kind of accepted that her voice is all over the fucking place. <laughs> yeah, you don't need an accent to differentiate a character. Mm-mm. 
yeah, it's just the way that honestly. works best for me. And like, honestly, like I will just maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll pull out my sticky pad note right now. I <gasps> feel like I have to commend like Grace and Meg just for a second. I this is shifting gears is me just gushing about my friends. So get used to it. <laughs> um, with you guys like coming in to this, I I know that from you know talks that we've all had, like there was a little bit of like nerves and stuff, but like I love the relationship that Melwin and Auden have coming into this I think that it's so fun and it's so special especially because like we saw it in this most recent episode right that like and this is my note my note just says bleeding heart versus stone cold because we really just have you have this like oh gosh Auden is so emotionally expressive and Auden has feels so deeply and feels so much and it literally it drives her and we see that with like the with her decisions and how she reacts to things and stuff and like like we hear it with your with your explanations of it Meg and obviously we've seen through Melwin that that's very much not the case for her and whether that's her own choosing or not she's very much like a she she just doesn't express anything it's very it's a very difficult task for her to to show like true emotion and intention in a way that's uh that's that feels genuine and i think that they both have a lot to learn from each other from that please correct me if i'm wrong but i think that it's it's just such a fun dichotomy to watch and it's like whenever i'm listening to you guys like rp together i'm just like oh my gosh give me more. I could listen to like an hour of just this. Like <laughs> give me an Auden Melbourne podcast like <laughs> in character. So interesting to hear you make those observations cuz um I mean Grace and I we didn't coordinate a whole lot. We just kind of said like yeah, our characters have known each other for like 2 days <laughs> and they met at a food stand and that's kind of like the extent of like what we had, but I think it's um such a cool kind of testament to like the storytellers that we all are you know we have our gamekeeper we have us as players like we all care so much about creating an interesting listening experience not only like playing it as ourselves and in the game but also to like tell a story it's something that comes like natural and the dynamics that we've been able to create just by like vibes alone I think it's really incredible well I just gurgled in my TV Leaving it in. No! <laughs> Using it as sound effect from Drawn Out Worlds. <laughs> Royalty free. Uh, yeah, you got it. Absolutely. Between that and my fucking wheezy laugh. <laughs> girl, we got all sound boys. <laughs> We've got Meg's beep. We have uh, <laughs> Grace's laugh. Meg's rumbly tummy. Yes. No, I love it. It's funny. Um, the viewers, the, I think viewers, we'll do... the listeners can't see me panic eating, so I don't accidentally spoil anything. <laughs> I think that let's do one more question and then we'll call it a night. Is that, sure. That's cool. Um, does anyone have one that they're like, I really want to ask this one right now? If Bye. can we can we do one long one and one short one? Because I really want to answer the Only steal if your answers are genuinely yes, short. I have my answer for the steal and ability one, and it's very I short, trust me. Alright, short question. Yay! Uh, uh, who's, who's, what, who's this bottom one? I'm looking at that my, one. I'm looking. Marion's bottom one. 
Great. Marin asked a question that said, if you could steal an ability from a different class or subclass and put it on your character, what would it be? This is a short question, which means little to no explanation. Just tell me your answer. Okay. Uh, so it would be wild shape, but not a particular wild shape, like not an animal wild shape. It would be mechanical wild shape, and I could be a transformer and transform into multiple machines. <gasps> that is my answer. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Ben, you said you had an answer. Yep. Um, uh, mine is reckless attack because uh my channel of divinity from my new subclass does max damage if you hit when you have advantage instead of rolling for the damage. So I want to do that as often as I possibly can. Oh, that's, that's good to know yeah. for planning. <laughs> subclass into barbarian. No. Join so me. Join me. <laughs> Sorry, I got excited. Or rogue, if you wanted. Could do the, the or, whole stealth thing, which ooh. yeah, or with if, my negative two dexterity. <laughs> yeah. Or if it and Auden get into some PvP and Auden reckless attacks, then you also yeah, then get advantage. Advantage. Like, what a good plan. I feel like we are what? on like thin ice. The Auden and it, I thought like, we were going to get PvP in session eight. It was yeah. close. It, it was, was close, close for really a second close. there. Yeah. Uh, Grace, do you have your answer? I don't think. This is gonna stay true forever, but for net right, Jesus, for right now, I'm gonna say the Awakened Spellbook ability from the Order of Scribes Wizard. I think that's probably gonna change, but. I feel like I don't know enough about wizard. I'm gonna have to do some wizard research to theorize and speculate about that. I feel kind of lame sauce, um, also picking Wild Shape, but I'd like to pick the Wild Shape from the Circle of Stars. Um, where you can do the starry form, but I would reflavor it where instead of stars, it's like bioluminescent, like little Ooh. creatures. Um, because that's like the vibe is fish. I love. Fish. I'm now imagining Auden with like that. Auden just turns into a person-shaped aquarium, like <laughs> like jellyfish inside. Oh, <laughs> That'd be okay, so but that actually I sounds love really cool. <laughs> It That'd be a sick cool. warforged. Okay, my next <laughs> character is that. Oh. I'm playing as a goldfish, but in a warforged <laughs> backup oh character. Oh my gosh. Okay. I, I was like, you said wild shape, and I was like, oh no, I was like scrambling, uh, looking at other like classes. You know, I'm like, I can pick the same, same thing, thing, just a different version of it. Yeah. I think yeah. Transformer, I have one Myla, that should would be happen. so funny. Just turn into a bus. <laughs> like Autobots, roll out. <laughs> just be so good. Anyway, um, I feel like we gotta make it equivalent for Anastasia. Is what? No, it's what, okay. What don't, feature no, don't worry would you give it. to Jared the NPC? I was gonna say that, Jared. <laughs> Please give it. What what feet would I give? Him? Yeah, or, or a feet? Uh, yeah, not like feet. A um, like racial, not racial. Oh my goodness class, gracious! Class or subclass ability. My brain <laughs> dissolved. You know, <laughs> like the question says it. <laughs> I'm not looking at it. I'm looking at our um, faces. Strength of the grave, never face. dying. <laughs> um, make Jared immortal, 2023. <laughs> oh Christ! Um, I said this in Gear Breakers. It started as a bit. It's not really a bit anymore. <laughs> I do genuinely I, love this man. <laughs> I I I like feature though, so that's what I'm gonna pick. Even though I know that that's not the question, but I would I would I would I would. Give him the the luck. Feet <gasps> I was hoping if, you would say that. If 
if he was i mean he's not a halfling but poor I, bastard. I don't, really, I don't I like him. i don't like heritage based prereqs um so i would give him the luck feat in hopes that he maybe wins a few more games Respect. I love it. Respect. <laughs> we stand. Either that or Chef would also be Ooh, really funny. I think. Join me. I think Chef would be awesome. Um, <laughs> Chef Jared just like go and angrily bakes after he loses. Like, love him. Um, <laughs> I love him. Can we make that canon? <laughs> we we want to. Can we take we Jared with do... us? <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to do a long question, so um. I have a question I want to do, but I think you guys technically answered it in Shifting Gears 2, which is oh. sad, because it's the one I got excited about in the Discord. <laughs> it doesn't mean we can't circle around we to can, it. We, yeah, can, we'll, we can do a different one. It's okay. Ben, did you pick I'm... a question? I did. I just picked the abilities one. Yeah, oh, you did. That I'm was sorry. Ben's pick. I, I, like, I like Ben's like destiny question. Ooh, Yes! Destiny. Anyone ask your question? Sure. Um, does your character believe in destiny? If so, what do they believe their destiny is? If you are willing slash able to share. It doesn't give a fuck about destiny. I'm not sure he even knows what destiny is. But if he learned what it was, he'd be like, no. I don't think Auden does either. Um, I touched on this in Gearbreakers, where... Um... She, I don't remember what the question was specifically, but I mentioned that, like, she doesn't believe that, like, good things in life will just necessarily fall into her lap, but she does believe that there are good things out there that she needs to go and seek out. But I don't think that's the same thing as destiny. I think she truly is just kind of a here-for-the-vibes uh, kind of individual, both, like, in... um. Mm -hmm. sort of the things that she does and also the way that she kind of um her moral compass is sort of driven by that in a way as well i think i don't know if melon believes in destiny per se but melon's also in like kind of a weird situation and not just the one that she has put herself in now which is yeah. entirely my b uh kind of <laughs> Um, so I think that's all I'm going to say on that for now. Uh, I think, so my gut instinct would be like, Myla doesn't believe in destiny, but I think that after giving some thought into it, I think that that, I think that that's wrong. I think that she believes in destiny in the aspect that anything that is destined for you is something that should be broken and not adhered to. I think that she thinks that destiny is pushing people in specific directions and that you will get nowhere and learn nothing about who you truly are going down that path. And therefore, it is meant to be diverged from. That's awesome. So That's a really cool answer. Thank you. Hair flip. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that that's, that's something that's true for anyone with a complicated upbringing or something like that right you know like the idea that you're supposed to be sort of like going towards this one thing or one goal or one belief or whatever it is um it's sort of taking a second to be like well what if i didn't do that and what if like i intentionally left that even if it's something you enjoyed or didn't mind you know um and just sort of the idea that 
that rules are meant to be broken and authority is meant to be questioned. Um, and so therefore destiny is meant to be um, toyed with on your own terms, if that makes sense. So not other people's, but like your own. So I love it. I think that's super interesting. I love that. What if what if your destiny is the path where you have toyed with, quote unquote, what you think destiny is? Well, tough shit. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> it's just it's just one of those things where it's like you you never know and tr- you never know the truth about something until you question it. Right. And so that even so this idea that like, you know, like science experiments can't be proven correct without experimenting right or that a math problem can't be proven as uh this is the right answer without showing your work right it's this general idea of asking the right questions and maybe getting some wrong answers and figuring out what to do with it along the way and that's just gonna happen and that's life but um yeah sweet grace you want to do one more we have a question from Marin, which is Marin. We have a lot of Marin questions for this Marin. one. Shout out to Marin. Marin sent like you. fifty questions this afternoon as we oh, were getting ready for this. Um, heart emoji. Uh, Marin asks, "What was the most surprising thing for you as a player in terms of character arcs, in-game moments, player choices, etc.?" This is a question that has come up in both of the previous shifting gears, but we are now in a new arc, um, and we have new players and. A lot of weird shit's happened, so I figured this might be a good one. I, I want to turn it on Anastasia. What has been <gasps> the most surprising thing to you that, like... I run this thing! Had... You I can't... know! No! I'm turning <laughs> it on you! I want to know what... I have I want veto power. <laughs> I want to know what's been either, like, a decision we've made or, like, even an RP moment between two people that you're like, oh, that's an interesting development of character or just, like, something that stands out to you. Um, <laughs> the no, attitude. I love you guys. Uh, <laughs> Our love for Jared. I, Continue on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, shocker. Um, no, I can't say I was surprised, but I was semi unprepared for you guys to be the problem at the festival because, <laughs> uh, for the listeners. Um, they said, if nothing goes wrong at a festival, are you really even playing a D&D game? And I was like, haha, I'm going to make nothing go wrong. And it's going to make them uncomfortable. And then I said their names. And they were like, ah, no. And then they kidnapped some people and did some smoky weirdness. And... And they were the festival again. problem. And I do. And I, I love that you're and including I the whole party in this when there's it's really only no, two everybody was behind one um, <laughs> It was just me and Meg. That's all it was. It was just me and Meg. We're sorry. We love you guys. <laughs> um, I, I just, I don't know. I just like... I expect my players to kill everything because that's how you solve problems. Um, but I was not expecting you to go that far into murder hobo areas um, so quickly. But we did, and that shocked me, and I was unprepared. All right, someone else's turn. <laughs> Didn't you guys think... kill somebody like episode two of this game? Probably. <laughs> Well, the fun the fun thing from that, just like, and not to be like, this is gonna clear, because absolutely no, like we definitely jumped into it, but like 
from Myla's point of view, like, <laughs> she just recently got so gaslit. And so her point of mind, like, her point of view and her mind was like, everyone is constantly gaslighting me now. Everyone except for the people that I know and trust. So, like, as soon as people were like, yeah, we just know you. She was like, that can't be true. I don't know you. Like, I would remember. I have, like, essentially photographic memory for a month. Like, <laughs> so it was, the, it was the self-gaslighting for me. I mean... You know? <laughs> the thing is you were right technically because now we're dealing with mind flares correct so you weren't wrong the same way that audrey yeah. wasn't technically wrong with the whole squid thing so <laughs> you weren't right either honestly shocking moments popcorn to somebody uh yeah. ben oh my gosh um everything about melwood's backstory that we've learned you should see it. We should honestly yes! do this at, like, at some point. Like, screen record our reactions because whenever something happens with Melwin, we're all, like, making faces and um, We turn into the crazy. eyes emoji. And Anastasia and I super don't have a poker face, and so anytime anything True. comes up, both of us are just like, we're not. <laughs> like, it's like the mutual. smirk. If we were sitting, <laughs> if we were sitting at like a normal table, and Anastasia and I were like across the table from each other, there would be like a intense eye contact of just like I am not gonna be the one to fuck this up the whole time because that's basically what it is. The but in doing intense eye contact, like... we've already screwed it up. Exactly. Like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Prolonged. Even in this, contact. like Meg was talking about Auden and Melwin's relationship, and I was just like, I'm really glad they can't see our faces right now. <laughs> Ben, you want popcorn? I will popcorn to Jay. What? Oh, gosh. Um, the most surprising thing for me as a player. Um, I think the most surprising thing for me as a player is always, it's always my character's reaction to things. And, like, the, I think the moment that, like, Id and Auden were having that argument and Milo was just, like, standing in the corner, like, knowing she was a part of the problem but Auden was taking most of the heat for it um and was just like standing there <laughs> not really knowing what to do and Let was me like my it was it was so, that one that one rocked me in character i think Milo was like oh i i i can do wrong things and other people can get in trouble for it that i like kind of like and now it's bad and it's like my only real friend right now so, uh, what do That's I do with that? I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, but it's like, it's like, like, she made Xander. Like, Xander's meant to be her friend. It's like when your mom, like, when you're like, mom is like, yeah, like, of, like, I, I'll always love you. You're my kid. And it's like, yeah, but I don't want you to love me because I'm your kid. I want you to love me because I'm cool. Like, you know? <laughs> Let me tell you that that was the most criminal thing i've seen myla do in this whole campaign and she did like, it so as, well <laughs> and like like as obviously it's not the most like actual legal criminal thing but it's the most characteristically realistic thing i feel like you have done as myla as a prior criminal because it's like if someone else is gonna take the fall for me mm -hmm. i'm not gonna stop that why would i stop that i'm not in trouble you know, it was like that exact like, yeah. No, she really like is. Yeah. she really does have that criminal mindset sometimes, mm -hmm. which is hard because like me as Jay wanted to be like, 
maybe we were wrong. Like, maybe something. Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't think about it. But I was like, but she wouldn't, she wouldn't care. In her mind, she yeah. did what she thought was right in the moment. So, and someone else has taken the fall. You want a popcorn? Uh, Grace. Uh, oh, well, okay. Um, I have more than one. Uh, the first one is, um, I never really, like, fully have a character fleshed out until I've played them for about as many sessions as we have played now. Um, <laughs> and then it, it goes from, like, zero to 60 real quick. So, <laughs> um, with Melon, it's a little tricky for a couple reasons, because, uh, <laughs> reasons, yay. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Shay's face, uh, Jay's doing, like, a hmm <laughs> indoor <laughs> camera. Um, but... For, um, it like, having her have the Jack, um, when she had that moment with Id in the garden, um, and having her just, like, be a little kid, and, uh, just repeatedly say ouch as her first reaction, which admittedly was Grace's first thought, um, <laughs> and so it was a little bit of letting the invasive thoughts win, a little bit of just being like, this could be funny, um, and then the other one, I think maybe Auden's uh, little character dump, because we haven't talked about that yet at all. Ah. We got Auden lore in the last episode. And it makes and me happy. It was so good. It makes me and happy I was that she's like, sad. Wow. Yes. No. <laughs> wow. It makes me, as soon as um, <laughs> we started getting into like, oh, this is what makes logical sense for me. I knew that Milo would want to poke at it. And so that was actually a little out of character, like me as Jay being like, I want to get some backstory shit out of these two people. I want to <laughs> hear them. And so I was like, what's in it for you? Because like, my, that's what Milo could be concerned about. I was like, okay, well, what's in it for you? What are you getting out of this? But also for my brain, it's like, what's in it for you? What were you getting out of this? Why? Like, <laughs> anyways. Jay, and Jay did that to me in the last campaign too, when we were like, mm -hmm. we want to go after these people. Jay was like, okay, so why are we doing that? Mm-hmm. It it's a like, great way to get information, though. It's, yeah. yeah, it's, I, one of my favorite things as a player is hearing other people's, like, characters that they've built. And so anytime I play, like, a curious character, my, it feels like my number one goal is always, like, okay, well, how are there, how are, what are ways that my character can connect with other characters by getting their, like, backstory and little quirks and all that it's like when a four-year-old is like why and you're like yeah uh because, because. and then they're like why and they're because like, i don't know mm -hmm. meg do you have an answer for this question i do yeah um one of the ones i mean i have one for like myself and then i have one for like just kind of the party as a whole um, the one that was really surprising to me was back in session five the one that just barely came out for us as we're recording uh four um so, yeah session four um there's that conversation between Auden and Melwin where they're like Melwin is not that interesting of a character <laughs> no I, she I is, think she's great she's she is exquisite. so interesting she's, she's my nice things not. about Melwin no yeah three, you have to, it's about Melwin it's not about you I'm waiting. No, keep answering your damn question. <laughs> um, I the conversation that the two had 
Um, just because this was something that I didn't realize about Auden until sort of like you, Grace. I don't really know them all the way until I've been playing them for a bit. Um, where we were just kind of in the early stages of planning out if we were going to travel together as like the four of us rather than just carrying on with Auden and Melwyn. And there's that discussion where Auden's kind of poking and probing, like, would you feel safer with these people? Um, and the, like, subtext that I was trying to get across is, would you feel safer with them than you do with me? Um, is that was something that I didn't super, like, um, you got it, Jay? Thank you. That's good. I it's heard validating. it. Listening back to it, like, I, not in the moment, but editing it, I was like, oh. Okay. Um, I kind of got it as you were you were saying it, and then I got it more later when I got to listen back to it when I had time to process because mm-hmm. it's very hard for me to process things when we're like trying to go. So and that was very much like one of the things that I didn't realize. Like you know, I built the character to be a very happy-go-lucky, like just kind of down to clown, do whatever fits her fancy um, kind of character, but. Like, it didn't make sense to just have her be that way without some kind of driving force between why she left in the first place. And so that was kind of when I first started exploring, like, okay, well, maybe why... <laughs> Down to clownfish. Thank you, Anastasia. <laughs> um, so that was one of, like, the big moments for me where I realized kind of the implications of her and her backstory. So that was mm-hmm. the one for me. Um, the part that has been surprising for me is just, like, I... I've played in, like, games before, and this is, like, just kind of the nature of, like, D&D or other tabletop games where, like, you're expected to have a party and you're expected to have a crew, and you just kind of have to, like, shoehorn it to fit, you know? Like, these people haven't met each other before, but now they're working together and this is why, you know? And it hasn't, like, we haven't gotten to that point yet where it is, like, a we as a party. And I am I just want to, like, applaud everyone involved. I mean, we are eight sessions in, and we haven't, like, you know, there's still that resistance for all of these people that we are playing and the way that they communicate with each other. And I think it's really interesting, and I'm really proud that we haven't, like, rushed it or rushed into that, where there's still that distrust between the old and the new, and there's still that unfamiliarity with all these people. And I think it's been really fun to explore, and it's been surprising in a good way that we haven't felt the need to, like, slam on the brakes, like, we're all best buddies now, you know, kind of thing, which has been super, super fun to explore in this, like, slow burn friendship kind of setting, so. It's so sad, because me, Grace, the person, just wants us to be at that point already. <laughs> like, we're friends! <laughs> I think that there's something that we all have in common, which is that we are all completely down for a slow burn with our characters, and I think that that's something that really, like, shows through, is that we're, we're very true to the characters, in the regard that like if it takes forever it takes forever and that's just how it's gonna have to be um but it makes it feel more authentic and more realistic because i think so yeah yeah the fact of the matter is that most people don't like you know it's it's very rare to find people that you become super super close with right off the bat and I think that that's something that actually is very rare within this group. I think that we were all able to sort of, like, get to know each other very well, very quickly. And I think that that's something that we treasure. And that's kind of why it's so hard for us to be like, just be friends already, because we're all friends. And we're like, we want you guys to be friends. But, you know, in reality, that's not something that everyone is so lucky to experience. And I think that um, staying true to that is something that I applaud everyone on. And it... it, it as a reminder like just a reminder for ourselves because I have to think about it all the time I have to remind myself about it all the time is that like 
we only play in one hour to one and a half hour chunks, which means after eight episodes, we've only played the equivalent of what, like 10 hours of D&D, which is really, in terms of D&D, not that much, like maybe two or three sessions, you know? And it's like, it's like, we, but I, I enjoy taking it in like these little pieces. Like, I think it's really fun and it like puts more emphasis on what happens in that one and a half hours that mm-hmm. we actually have time to record together. So yeah, it's been really fun. I also think that that part of that dynamic comes up from the fact that this is a little bit of like a slight pat on the back, but like, we're not in a world that is completely like good versus bad. Like very classic D&D is like, uh, dragons are bad and... Uh, you know x thing is good like it's not it's it's very it's not black and white and that was the one of the goals of this of this world is that like things are weird and morally gray there's a lot of gray magic there (laughs) 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 and like everybody has made really interesting characters that sit somewhere on that line and that makes it really fun. Yeah, I was gonna say you have two, and, and it makes it difficult to trust characters that ended arc one very in a very morally gray spot because uh, mm-hmm. they did a yeah. murder, but for really good reasons, so and they saved Ari and like did all that like objectively did like a good amount of good, and also did all a whole lot of fucked up shit. And then you, have I mean, Ma- <laughs> then you have Melon and Auden. So yeah, but I mean, we could have we could have very easily doomed a lot i mean the last thing that the freaking Kale said was you like you're going to like kill us all or something like that like and that's something we still have not looked into something myla is looking worth looking to look into but also knows that it doesn't really care so is trying to like do that as like her <laughs> home like her homework <laughs> you know <laughs> um and yeah i completely agree yeah, let's skip. Love. Getting, let's just skip getting Melwin home and just like jump to other stuff. This is way more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so thank you guys for listening to Shifting Gears. It's always really fun. It's fun because we don't talk about this game much, like outside of recording time. So like mm-hmm. these are original thoughts for all of us to hear for the first time too. Thank you to Marin and Sarah for your questions today. Seriously, if you want to give us questions for the next Shifting Gears, which is about. Now that we've set a precedent every eight episodes or so, join our Discord. The link is in the description of the episode, wherever you find podcast episodes, um, or it's in our TikTok, or it's in our Twitter, or Instagram, or whatever. Um, Follow our socials. We love doing this show, and we want to keep doing it. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you in, hopefully, the next main campaign episode. (laughs) Bye. 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 Bye.